Welcome to Live With Purpose podcast, dedicated to women seeking to reach their full potential in pursuit of a life full of purpose and passion. I'm your host, Nora Ayala Delgado, teacher and professional certified life coach. I love helping my students, clients, and listeners discover the God-given potential in life and pursuing it despite trials, difficulties, and even failures. I embarked myself on the same journey several years ago. And if you have too, then this is the right place for you. Addressing mind, body, and spirit, I am unapologetic about sharing my own trials, successes, knowledge, and faith. I can't wait to share this podcast with you. So, let's get started with today's episode. Hey there, Nora here. Welcome back to Live With Purpose podcast. I'm back with another episode and another principle of the series, Faith, Believe, and Your Words. How is everyone? I hope you guys had a great week. Mine was literally a little crazy. There is a lot going on in my life these days, and I am really focusing on prayer for breakthrough and for strength and direction as much as I can. I went for a walk in nature yesterday afternoon, and it was so good. I didn't listen to anything. To I didn't listen to podcasts or music or audiobooks. I literally just listened to the birds in the air, and I tried to tune in with the voice of God. It just can be so powerful, guys. You know God is still speaking to those who want to hear. Now, how about you? How are you getting through your weeks in the most present and intentional way that you possibly can? I know it's a challenge, but I also know that if you are here listening to this podcast, you are an intentional person or you are trying to become more intentional. All right. Um, Today, I'm sharing the the next principle. Principle number three, and again, these are not in any particular order. For the first two, please refer to episodes 189 and 190. Today's principle is the kingdom of heaven is within. And we're going to find out what exactly does that mean to you and to me and how we can use that to enrich our lives in the lives of others, right? That's what it's all about. All right, so this principle is based on Luke. Uh, chapter 17 verses 20 and 21 and I'm going to share them with you first and then sort of break them down. Now it says once on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come Jesus replied the kingdom of God is um, the coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed nor will people say here it is or there it is because the kingdom of God is in your midst. So this part of the kingdom, uh, the coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed. So let's talk about the kingdom of God first. What exactly it's referring to here? The original word in the Greek uh, means kingdom, sovereignty, and royal power. And the way it's being used is used as the kingship of God, the sovereignty of God, the authority of God, the rule of God, both in the world and in the hearts of men. Hence, kingdom in the concrete sense, the kingdom of God. 
So used properly, the way it's being used is the realm in which a king sovereignly rules, especially refers in this case to the rule of Christ in believers' hearts, which is a rule that one day will be universal on the physical earth in the millennium, but for now, it's in the hearts of men, those who believe Jesus as the Lord and Savior. So, just take into consideration that when it says that the coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, it's talking about the sovereignty of God is not something that you can observe with your physical eyes. And let's get a little bit more into that part that it cannot be observed. And specifically what it means is that you cannot perceive it, you cannot see it, you cannot noticing notice it by careful watching you cannot notice it by diligent watching as to guard over something as to have control over something and in fact this is is the word observation it cannot be observed and uh, that's the, the word and it has only it's has only one occurrence in the word i thought it was pretty interesting it's it's not talking about something that if you are a security guard, say for example at a building, watching for anyone to come into the building who is not supposed to come into the building, who is not supposed to be there, they're going to catch it, right? Because they're really paying attention to the whole environment and therefore if they know, they're going to notice something. That is not how the kingdom of God the rulership of Jesus can be observed. And that is exactly what it's saying. So it does say, however, sorry, that the kingdom of God is in your midst. Is meaning that exists already in your midst, that is present, a reality. It's already a concrete thing that it's happening and it exists where in your midst different versions have say different ways for example you will find versions that say in your midst in the midst of you among you within you within which is like the version that i, I read earlier inside of you and I, I looked it up to see how this word can be used even inside a cup that is just a way to illustrate what this word particularly means inside of you, because it says in the midst of you, within you, among you. And so what it means is that it's inside of the believer, that it's in the midst of the believer. Now remember, we already established not in a way that it can be observed with our physical eyes by just looking to see if we can catch it. It cannot be observed that way because it's within the believer. Remember that we are body, soul, and spirit. And so with our physical eyes, we can see the things that are in the physical realm. With our soul... In our mind, we can see the things that are within us. For example, you cannot use one of those little medical um, cameras that they now use to conduct surgeries and see within um, in the inside of a human being. You cannot use one of those little cameras 
and actually see a man's thoughts, right? A man's thoughts are abstract, but are within the mind of that person. And so the kingdom of God that is talking about here is something that you cannot see with your physical eyes, but you can see with your mind if you are in tune with your spirit, because this is something that it's in the spiritual realm. You can see it with your spiritual eyes if you tune in, if you're paying attention, meaning that special communion on a regular basis with God. The more you communion you have with Him, the more in tune you're going to be with that rulership, the more um, God's sovereignty is going to rule over you, the more it's going to be perceived on the outside eventually at some point because remember the thoughts we have generate feelings within us and those feelings drive actions within us right and therefore we we get certain results based on what we're thinking and so if you train your mind and first of all your spirit if you train your spirit to see the things that are going on in the spiritual realm to perceive the the kingdom of God within yourself and you ask God to permeate your thoughts with that, with your knowledge and your understanding of the kingdom of God within you. Your life is going to start changing. Your life is going to be shaped by that rulership, by that sovereignty of God within you. So what does this all mean to you and to me besides what I've already said? Well, we don't need to be like a guard, right? We don't need to stress ourselves to catch the kingdom of God. Right now, our focus shouldn't be that. Our focus should be what's going on within, what we have at our disposition right now. Otherwise, we're wasting our time. We're wasting our energy. We're wasting everything that God has deposited within us. We need to turn within to search for the Lord's ruling in our hearts and our souls. Is he ruling your heart? Is he your king truly? There is power in him. There is unlimited power. There is sovereign power. Remember these words. Remember, this kingdom that we're talking about here within you is sovereign authority. It's God's sovereign authority. It's God's authority over all things ruling within you. And if you give more room to that authority, to that sovereignty of the Lord, to work within you, to work through you, you're going to start seeing things you've never seen before. So this is not a power that you're going to use in your name because it doesn't come from you let's remember that and this is a distinction between one of the comments and affirmations that i've seen in, on the all over the internet when it comes to this particular verse that the kingdom of god is within you or in the midst of you is that it's interpreted as if now you have a power that comes from you because it's within you but just because it's within you does not mean that it comes from you it still comes from god 
it is, however, at your disposition. And this is so key and so important because you don't have to feel disempowered. You can feel empowered through the power that's within you, through Jesus Christ, if you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior. This is the kingship of a sovereign God who calls the things that are not as though they were. And I want you to remember that because in order to live an extraordinary life, if you understand the power that is within you, the authority that is in that is within you that in the name of Jesus you can use, let me tell you, all things are possible. There is nothing above him. There is nothing greater than him. There is nothing more powerful than him. And you and I have the privilege through the blood of Jesus Christ to access that power. That, my friends, is priceless. So how do you like that? I hope that you don't take this for granted. Neither you let it sit there. Don't let that authority just sit within you and do nothing. Rely on God's sovereignty every single day to not just the things you do. Remember where the things that we do come from. We take actions because we're driven to take those actions. And the reason we're driven to take those actions is because of a way, a feeling we have within us. And the reason we have those feelings, the reasons why those feelings are generated are because of a thought that we are thinking in our mind. Remember that our brains bombard us with thoughts constantly. Our brains want us to stay safe. They want us to stay comfortable. Our brains want us to just feel pleasure and feel what is good and not have to go through any hardships or not have to go through any discomfort in order to get to the other side. Our brain just want is on survival mode at all times unless we're using that prefrontal cortex. We're accessing that part of our brain that allows us to think and process and make sense out of things and choose what is best for us. Because remember, we have free will. So you may choose what's best for all for you or you may choose not to. It's always up to you. So... I want you to be very intentional about every thought that you are thinking, taking into consideration that the kingdom of God, that the kingship of his ruling is already within you. That means that God's sovereignty power is at your disposition to do, to experience things otherwise would not be possible to experience the impossible in your life. So listen, this is an unlimited source of power that you have at your disposition. Ask God to show you how to use it in your life and 
through your life so that others would benefit from it, so that your life would become an impactful life to the life of others. Okay, my friends, this is it for today. I love you so, so much, and I want you to live an extraordinary life. Blessings to all of you. Remember to check out my new podcast, the Self-Discovery Podcast on iTunes and other major podcast platforms. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe if you haven't yet. And if these episodes are being a blessing to you, please share with others and review this podcast. Reviewing the podcast really helps with the algorithms so that the podcast will actually be put in front of more eyes, especially of people who are looking for this kind of content. So just keep that in mind. All right. Um, remember that you are unique with a purpose only you can fulfill, my friends. Have a wonderful day now and be blessed. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.